Delegating jobs can seem a little OTT. But let's face it, it needs to be done to take the pressure off you. I'm Georgina Pryor. And I'm Ann Janderson. And we're both marriage celebrants here to help you plan your big day. Who do you trust with what? And? You know what? It is a really hard thing to think about. And me being a bit of a control freak, I would like to make sure that I have everything with me. And then on the day of my wedding, I then give people jobs to do. You want to look after everything because you can trust you. And if you stuff up, you can only blame yourself. Exactly. You don't <laughs> want Bridezilla coming out blaming somebody and screaming as I tear my hair out, although I'd never do that. Do you think that you might become Bridezilla because you have too much to do, though? No, I don't think I will, actually. No, I think, I think I, you'll be good. I think I'm going to be that really relaxed bride who probably should care more. This is what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of trusting people, I think... I'm a little bit of a traditionalist when it comes to the rings. I think the best man should put that at the top of their list. That is what their primary responsibility is as the best man, to make sure that they have those rings for the ceremony. Yep, the Bucks party's done. That's their other main primary goal. They do the Bucks party and then they have the rings later. And I think the chief bridesmaid or whatever you want to call her, the matron or the maiden of honour. If you have one. If you have one. I know I'm not going to have a bridal party, so I won't have one. So this will be my sole responsibility, and that is to make sure that I have my bouquet and it looks good as I'm walking down the aisle, and then I definitely have that bouquet again as I'm walking back down the aisle. Because we have spoken about in previous podcasts what you should do with the bouquet during the ceremony, and more often than not I am finding, and we both do this, Georgia's celebrants, is that we take that bouquet off the bride and put it on the witness table. Yeah. I know it's funny that you say that you're not having any bridesmaids, but I'm having six. That's a lot. (laughs) You know what I just think about when you say that is how much it costs for all their dresses and all their flowers and all their hair and makeup. And I'm paying for it all, so it's fine. It's on me. Um, But that said, I gave each of them a role, which is funny. that's a good idea. Because I'm DIYing, so I've decided that they've all got something different to do. Here we go. I'll go through it with you. My sister Nikki, she's doing the speech and the food for the wedding morning. So she's going to do a little shop, get some food. I'll pay for it, but she's in control of making sure we've got food there. I think a lot of people forget about that, is needing that food for the morning of the wedding, especially when you're getting your hair and makeup done. You don't really have time to pop out. A lot of venues cater for that, but if they don't, make sure that you include that. Get things that you want to pick at too, because you might be eating over a few hours. I've got uh, Kirsty, who's my sister-in-law. She's on kid wrangling, anything to do with kids. So we've got five little kids going to be in our wedding. And so she's in charge of anything kid-related. Are they going to get there? What do they look like? Have they made it down the aisle? Fantastic. That's all you, Kirsty. That's a good idea because I was thinking if it wasn't beforehand, I thought, how is she going to do that while walking down the aisle? Oh, well, it's her job to figure it all out. <laughs> Multitask. <laughs> My friend Annalise, she's the bride's contact to suppliers. So any suppliers that make it there on the morning and need to be led up to our hotel room that have lost their way, if the car's running late... They all have Annalise's number. So she's your personal PA for the day. Yeah, she's the coordinator of the schedule. She's like, right, car should be here, car's not here, I've got the number. So that's Annalise's job and perfect for it. Rosie is the mum wrangler. (laughs) 
What does that mean? So um, making sure the mums are in good spirits. Do they all have a champagne? Is there any conflict? Am I feeling like I need to be away from my own mum or my mother-in-law or do I need a breather? She's in charge of just figuring that dynamic out. I'm actually feeling there's some undertones there and there's a reason why you have hired her, is that? (laughs) No, but I think that it's a big day for mums too. It is. It is quite emotional for them and they want to feel included and sometimes... If you know there's a big bridal party like you're having, they might feel a little bit lost amongst it all. So I think that's a good idea. Yeah, and I think it's a great thing for Rosie to do because she's a really good entertainer. Sally, she is doing the setup the day before. So she has an event experience and we have a lot to set up the day before. So she's basically going to have a clipboard. She yells and points and then come the wedding day, all her jobs are already done. And she gets to sit back and relax and enjoy that champagne. Yeah, she does. She might be a little bit exhausted, though. Hopefully you get to bed <laughs> in reasonable time. That's it. And then Katie, who's my friend that's very good at picking up on the little details, she's actually in charge of my veil. So at her wedding, I noticed her veil come out about 15 times and we were always pinning it back in and no one was really aware of it. And so she's – I'm going to do a veil change, so she's going to swap that out and she'll also just have – any of my stuff, all my belongings on her. So if I need anything throughout the night, I just ask Katie, do you have my lip gloss or do you have my blush? She's got it all. I think that's a great idea. (laughs) And I think a lot of the time brides forget, like it is traditionally what the bridesmaids are there to do, to be your attendants. And I think sometimes they forget that um, the veil is a big part because – a lot of the time it does, it moves and it it goes with the wind and all that. So on the day, once you've walked down the aisle, if you do have bridesmaids, make sure that you do give them that job because, yeah, a lot of the time it gets forgotten. I see it all the time as a celebrant and then I'm the one that's, you know, shuffling paper as I'm trying to move the veil as well. And and I've decided to have a big grand one, so it's going to need a little bit of zhuzhing, oh, I suppose. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> but that said, you don't have to give those jobs to bridesmaids. You could just give those jobs to anyone. Yeah. And that, for me, I am a person that loves to be like Ange and hold all the control in myself and give myself a million jobs. But you want to enjoy your day. You want to be able to relax, enjoy the moment, be in the moment. We've spoken about this time and time again, but it is so important because you do usually only get one shot at it. Yep. And people love to help. They actually want those jobs and they feel great to have them. And so it's really rewarding as well to make sure that they have something that they're concentrating on. And you being the organised bride that you are, I'm sure that you've given Tim's groomsmen all jobs as well? No, not at all. So that's Tim's domain. Tim is actually the organiser of his group. So he's organised his own bucks party and everything. Um, But that said, I'm sure coming up to the day, they're all going to have jobs to do. What about jobs for the parents? Would you have many things that you'd have the parents looking after on the day? Not really, because I want them to enjoy the day as much as me as the bride and be in the moment. So I think I would give those jobs to close friends who aren't in the bridal party or maybe even, you know, aunties and uncles. And that's something really important to mention because often parents, if if you ha- have a few siblings and there are children there, Often your parents are distracted having to look after these little kids. It ends up being the parents of the bride or the parents of the groom who have lots of grandchildren there and they end up having to be grandma and grandpa and what you really want them to do is be mum and dad that day. So do think about if there's little children about finding a way so that grandma and grandpa don't have to look after them. Exactly. So I guess... 
in summary, it's basically just about writing down all the things that need to be done. And if you don't have a wedding coordinator or a wedding planner, making sure that that list is very thorough and then just delegating. Totally. And being okay with delegating. I think for me, um, it was a really weird thing to send that message. I actually had like a bit of Really? Butterflies, because I'd ask people to do things for me. No, but I'm becoming a bridesmaid very soon, and I want that list. Because otherwise I'm standing around and I'm like, am I just here just for photos to make numbers even? Yeah, but exactly. And so I sent this list. I had that those flutters like, oh, my God, I sound like a bitch. And mm. then everybody replied, thank you, great, love it, love my job, perfect, this is great, this suits me to a T. So it made me feel so good that they're quick for responses it's very clear that they're grateful to have something to do